everybody. How you doing out there? Wayne Shingola with you, your host of Sportspeak, your podcast of all things sports. Uh, the song that I let off with, something about what's in your stomach, I don't know, by the T-Bones. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have that. Uh, somebody, somebody uh, one of my listeners, Johnny O, he'll tell me what it is. Anyway, this is Sportspeak, uh, your weekly podcast of all things sports. I'm Wayne Shingola, as I said, your host. And uh, pre-recording this uh, from my sumptuous apartment in Hamilton, New Jersey, on uh, August 28th, on a Friday, of course, 2020. And yeah, so I know I forgot something already. Uh, we're produced, by the way, by WTSR. Uh, the lovely Nina, student on the uh, board of directors of WTSR, that's 91.3 FM. She uh, uploads my podcast every week. It's uploaded by 12 noon on Saturday for your listening pleasure. Uh, you can get it on WTSR.org. Click on shows, click on Sports Center, and uh, all my shows will show up. This is number 16. Uh, we're also on the web at WTSR.org. I normally do a show called Sports Countdown every Friday from 6 to 7. Not doing the show because of COVID. We're not allowed in the studio yet. Uh, so I normally do that every Friday, 6 to 7. Doing the podcast instead to uh, keep you updated uh, on sports. We do have some live, uh, live DJs broadcasting from home streaming live, so we do have some live shows on WTSR. Uh, Bob Schremser, Miss Sue, Miss Sue, Pete Kernas, Chris Kubiak, uh, you know, check out the WTSR.org, who's live, who's not. The students are coming back. They're going to have live shows, so things should get hopping at WTSR. Go to the website and check it out, see what's happening on WTSR. That's out of the College of New Jersey. Uh, uh, in Ewing, New Jersey. So that's it. And let's get the show rolling. Let's start with the RIP, our weekly RIP. Lute Olson died, 85 years old, a great Arizona basketball coach, um, won a national championship in the Hall of Fame. Lute Olson, greatest coach in Arizona history, uh, dead at 85. And and we got a lot to cover here. Uh, you know, it was, it was a crazy week with sports. Uh, all the cancellations, of course, because of the uh, Jacob Blake shooting last Sunday. Uh, he was shot by a white police officer. He, uh, Jacob Blake, a young black man, shot by a white police officer seven times in the back. He was not killed. He's in critical condition. He is paralyzed from the waist down. This happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. They've had... Uh, uh, violence in the streets with, uh, with protests going on. Uh, a lot of cancellations. NBA, MLB, uh, also the NHL. Uh, and, and, and let me say this. Uh, whether or not, because there's reports, maybe or maybe or maybe not that he had a knife. Uh, uh, information has been coming out from the police in Kenosha, Kenosha in drips and drabs. Uh, why that is, I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to get their get their act together or, or what's up. But they're, you know, 
giving out select information. Uh, they were going to arrest Jacob Blake. Uh, word is they tased him a couple times. It didn't have an effect. Uh, asked him to lay on the ground. Uh, Jacob Blake tried to get in his car. His kids were in the car. And whether he had a knife or not, whether he didn't listen to the police and get on the ground or not, nobody should be shot seven times in the back at close range, if not point blank range, with his kids in the car. And I believe the police knew his kids were in the car. For all of you who say that all lives matter, you just don't get it. White males in their 20s are not being shot in the back seven times by a white officer or a black officer. White males in their 20s are not having their neck crushed by a white police officer or a black police officer uh, lay on their neck and crush it for almost nine minutes and killing the person, killing George Floyd. White females aren't getting killed in their apartment like Breonna Taylor did, unarmed. So please don't give us the all lives matter stuff. Please. I could really get crazy about it, but I won't. So cancellations in the NBA, the MLB, the NHL. Sports is getting back. Baseball is playing today. NBA and NHL start up tomorrow. That's some of my monologue now for a little bit on the light side. Uh, Brody Van Wagenen, who is uh, general manager of the Mets. I'm a Mets fan if you listen to my show. Uh, Brody Van Wagenen, who shouldn't be general manager of the Mets because he doesn't have a clue as to what he's doing. Uh, Robinson Cano, uh, Edwin Diaz trade. And this. Van Wagenen thought he was on a uh, mic that wasn't going out over the air. He was on a hot mic that was going out over the air. What went out? over the air. Van Wagenen saying the commissioner has no clue. He just doesn't get it. Why did Van Wagenen say that? Well, the Mets took the field yesterday and walked off and did not come back. The game was postponed. Evidently, Van Wagenen thought the commissioner said he wanted the Mets to go on the field, go off the field, and come back on the field a half an hour later. Therefore, Van Wagenen said, the commissioner just doesn't get it. Well, Van Wagenen doesn't get it because the commissioner didn't say that. Who said it? The Mets owners said it. The Wilpons, Fred and Jeff. And if they weren't selling the team at the end of this year, uh, Brody Van Wagenen might be out of a job for that faux pas. Egg all over his face, Van Wagenen apologized to the commissioner, apologized to the Wilpons, and apologized uh, to anybody that would come near him. So that's our general manager who just doesn't get it and doesn't have a clue. More monologue. Jacob deGrom, the Jacob deGrom saga and the Seth Lugo being a starter saga. So Jacob deGrom, first of all, doesn't pitch Tuesday, his regular rest day, because they moved him back to Wednesday so that uh, Rick Porcello and Seth Lugo wouldn't be whacked out of their rotation, wouldn't mess up their rotation. 
So let's mess up, move back a day. You know, one of our greatest pitchers of all time, Jacob DeGrom, back-to-back Cy Young winner. Let's move him back for Porcello and Lugo. I mean, Lugo's good, but, well, we don't want to hurt poor Rick Porcello and Seth Lugo. Let's move back DeGrom to Wednesday so that he can't start in the Yankees series this weekend. And he misses the Yankees. Let's do that. That's a bandwagon indecision. Little help from uh, Luis Rojas, maybe. Not a lot. He's not going to overrule Van Wagenen. This is from Van Wagenen. Dumb. So let's get back to Jacob DeGrom. He starts Wednesday. A, not a atypical Jacob DeGrom start. Seven innings, two hits, one run, 14 strikeouts. Uh, we're waiting to see if Seth Lugo is going to pitch the 8th and the ninth. Our Us Met fans are waiting Wednesday, hoping that the rumor, the vicious rumor, that Seth Lugo was going to be a starter wasn't true. It was true. So Justin Wilson comes on in the 8th inning, who's been pretty good, and doesn't have it. And the bases are loaded. And Edwin Diaz gives up a run. And he walks in the tying run in the eighth inning. Edwin Diaz. Another blown save. Last week he did the same thing when he tried to close a game. Walked in the tying run. Michael Conforto bailed him out. This time the Mets bailed him out. They scored in the top of the ninth. Brad Brock, of all people, saved the game. Or won the game in the bottom of the ninth. Keeping Miami off the scoreboard. Van Wagenen brought over Cano, who's hurt all the time, and we're going to have his contract for another zillion years when he's uh, when when he'll be, you know, 95 years old. And we got Evan Diaz, who stinks. My grandmother can close games better than Evan Diaz. Edwin Diaz can't close games in New York, fans or no fans. Don't let him anywhere near the seventh inning, eighth inning, or ninth inning. Anywhere. Move Seth Lugo back to the closer job because we don't trust Familia. We don't trust Patances. Wilson or uh, Brad Brock can't be the closers. Move, please, have a brain. Move Seth Lugo back to the closer job. Because right now, you don't have a closer. Because Edwin Diaz can't close games. Maybe in Seattle, but he can't close games in New York. So, that's my monologue. Major League Baseball, more, more stuff. Uh, trade deadline. It's August 31st, this Monday. And what should Van Wagenen do for the Mets? Nothing. Because he'd screw it all up. Nothing. Except maybe, if you're not going to put Seth Lugo back where he belongs, get a closer. So the trade deadline. Everybody's a, everybody's a, a, a buyer, right? Because everybody's in the pennant race, right? Because there's 16 playoff teams. <laughs> Some people are sellers.
pirates. Can't think uh, angels. Angels who got Rendon and got Mike Trout for nine nine million dollars. Can't win a game. Uh so the trade deadline this Monday, Steven Strasburg's after the year, Washington National pitcher, Carpal Tunnel. Lucas Giolito, White Sox pitcher, no hitter during this past week. 13 Ks against the Pirates. They suck, but a no hitter's a no hitter. Uh, the Yankees say they're going to have fans. Really? The kind of fans that go round and round? You mean like, like humans? Like nobody else is going to have fans, but the Yankees are going to have fans? I mean, that's what I heard. That's ridiculous. We got to have a playoff bubble, right? They're talking about a playoff uh, bubble for the MLB playoff games. You got to have a bubble. What are you going to have? The, uh, the Mets travel to Los Angeles? Atlanta travel to Los Angeles? The Yankees travel to Houston? No. So the bubbles they're talking about are, are going to be in uh, Texas and California. They're talking, and they got to they gotta get things straight. You know, the playoffs are going to start in a month. So they need to get it together. Uh, NBA. Uh, by the way, I'll have stats, standings, and schedule the M MLB a little later. Stay tuned for that. Uh, NBA, the Pacers fired Nate McMillan. Uh, they got swept by Miami just this past week. Uh, McMillan gone after four years. They gave him, gave him an extension this year. But then he got swept by Miami. So goodbye extension. Goodbye, Nate McMillan. Let's go to the NBA now. And this will take me a minute on my phone where I record the show on my phone. So I get my stats on the phone. And let's go to the NBA and scores. Of course, no games today. They're starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, Orlando, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's up 3-1. That's a 3.30, 6.30, OKC, Houston. That series is tied 2-2. Portland Lakers, Lakers up 3-1. That's tomorrow at 9. Sunday, Boston, Toronto. That's a second-round game just starting. So that is Sunday at 1 o'clock, first game. Clips, Dallas, 3.30. Clips up 3-2, by the way. Did you see Luka Doncic with the step-back three from Oshkosh in game five? In game, yes, game, no, game four in overtime to win the game, a buzzer beater, unbelievable. I think he had 47 points, 15 rebounds, and 13 assists, something ridiculous like that. 21 years old, Luka Doncic. This is his third year in the NBA. It seemed like he's been around forever. He's the face of the NBA. Really. Luka Doncic, superstar 21. Uh, then later on, Denver, Utah, that's at 8.30. Let's go to the NHL now and bring it up. No games tonight. All right, what am I doing? Uh, tomorrow, Tampa Bay, Boston. Uh, Tampa Bay up 2-1. That's at 12 o'clock tomorrow, 7 o'clock, Philly Islanders. That series is all tied at 1. And then uh, Vegas and Vancouver at 9 45. So that's it for the NHL. And uh, what am I doing here? I don't know what I'm doing. Going back to the recording, and what I want to do now is go to talk about a little NFL news. 
Uh, the Giants lose safety Xavier McKinney uh, foot, lose him for a large part of the season. Maybe he'll be back. They also lose a linebacker. The Eagles lose left tackle Andre Dillard. He's out for the year with a bicep. So Jason Peters, who they re-signed, all-pro, I think he's 38, he will slide back to his left tackle position where he was all-pro for years and years and years. Nothing to report on golf. Tennis, the U.S. Open. Monday, August 31st, this Monday, the second major of the year. I don't know if the even if the French Open and Wimbledon are going to be played this year, but the U.S. Open will. Uh, no Federer. We will have Serena. We will have uh, Djokovic. We won't have fans. But the U.S. Open from Flushing Meadows in New York starts this Monday, August 31st. I'll be watching that, and I'll give you a report on that. Uh, in college, we have COVID outbreaks in Vandy last week, now Alabama. Hundreds on campus, hundreds. So again, I ask you, how is college football, the Pac-12, the SEC, and the ACC, how are they going to have a season this year? How are they going to go ahead? They're going to, how are they going to have 100 players on a team, 90 to 100 players, and not have massive COVID outbreaks? How are they going to do that? How are they going to travel the, the whole nine yards? Even within conference, they still, still got, you know, a, a lot of traveling to do. They don't have the money, the NBA, the, the NFL. The, they don't have the resources and the money that they have. I, I just, I don't think they do. A lot of people say, well, colleges are loaded. But can they have the money for this kind of operation and the personnel that you have to bring in? I guess they, they, they say they can do it. I just don't think they can do it this year. Games will have, games are starting pretty soon. And we're having outbreaks on these campuses. Hundreds. Hundreds. So that's college. Now we're going to go to the uh, to MLB and take a look at the stats, standings, and schedule. Let's go to let's go to the uh, stats and bring them up. Stats: Charlie Blackman leads hitting major leagues, 390. Lewis of Seattle, second, 350, 340, Solano of Frisco. Home runs, Fernando Tatis Jr. Great player. I believe he's, I believe he's, uh, I don't know, is he 21? I, I, he, he's, he's young, might be 23. 13 home runs, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, uh, Jose Abreu, right behind him with 12 of the White Sox. Moogie Betts with 11. Of course, of the Dodgers with the big contract, Cruz and Voigt. Also with 11. Jose Abreu leads in ribbies with 30. It's tied with Tatis, excuse me, who also has 30. Blackman has 28. Uh, Blackman leads in hits, 46. On base percentage, Goldschmidt of Arizona, 478. Voigt leads in slugging, 725. On base slugging, Winker of Cincinnati, 1.130. And let's go to some pitching stats. If I can bring them up, Shane Beaver leads and wins with six. Uh, Darvish, Dobnak, Gray, and 
Dallas Keuchel of the White Sox have five. Earn run average, Bieber, again, 1.35. He leads. He's tied, actually, to Max Fried of Atlanta, 1.35. Then it's Lynn Bauer and Darvish uh, at 1.70. Uh, DeGrom is 1.80, in case you were wondering. Uh, saves, Hendricks of the Athletics with 10. Strikeouts, Bieber, 75. And DeGrom is not in the top five. He struck out 14 on Wednesday. Uh, I would think he'd be in the top five. He's not. So that's uh, pitching. Uh, walks plus hits per inning. DeGrom is fourth at 0 0.83. Maeda is first, uh, 0.71. Bauer second, 0.73. Biber, Bieber fourth, third at .81, that's walks per hits per inning. And let's go to the standings. And uh, American League West, Athletics lead the West over the Astros by four and a half games, over the Mariners by nine and a half games. Twins in the Central lead by half a game over the White Sox and Indians. Five and a half over the Tigers. And in the East, the Rays lead the Yankees by three. The Blue Jays by four and a half. Wild card in the American League. It's the Athletics, Rays, and Twins lead in the divisions. Then it's the Indians, White Sox, and Yankees, the next three. Second in the division. And then the Astros and Blue Jays would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. Let's go to the National League. In the West, the Dodgers, of course. Lead in the National League, 24-9. They have a five-game lead already over the Padres, seven over the Rockies, nine over the Giants. Cubs have a three-game lead over the Cardinals, five over the Brewers and Reds. And in the East, the Braves have a two-game lead over the Marlins, four games over the Mets and Phillies, six games over the defending champion Nationals. Let's look at the wild card of the National League. And... Wild card National League, here we go. Dodgers, Braves, Cubs in the respective divisions. And then the Padres and Marlins and Rockies are the second place teams. They're in the playoffs. And the Cardinals and Mets now would be in the playoffs, of course, if it ended today. The Phillies are tied with the Mets, but the Mets are ahead of the Phillies by percentage points. Then the Giants are half a game out of a spot. The Reds, Brewers, are one game out of a spot. Diamondbacks Nationals, two games out of, out of a spot. Believe it or not, the Pirates, last place Pirates, are six out of a spot. Let's go to, and that's uh, the standing. Let's, let's go to the schedule. Uh, right now on the top of the fifth, the Phillies are leading, the, leading Atlanta 4-1. Uh, Mets won the first game of a doubleheader. They came back from a 4-0 deficit. To beat the Yankees 6-4, three big home runs, including a three-run job by Pete Alonzo. Uh, the second, that's the first of a doubleheader. The second Yankee-Mets game is being delayed, probably by these thunderstorms that went through here just a little while ago here in New Jersey, in Hamilton, New Jersey. Top seven, Baltimore uh, losing to Toronto 3-2. In the bottom of the fifth, Cincinnati over Chicago 3-2. Tampa Bay and Miami, zip, zip in the bottom of the sixth. Kansas City leads the White Sox 2-1, bottom four. Washington over Boston 5-1, top of the fourth. The Dodgers 
and Texas, zip, zip, at top of the third. Milwaukee leads Pittsburgh 1-0, top of the third. Cleveland, fourth spot in the first inning, leaves lead St. Louis 4-0. Uh, Minnesota-Detroit postponed. A doubleheader was postponed. San Diego, Colorado, Oakland, Houston, Seattle, L.A., and San Francisco, Arizona. Those games are later. And that'll do it. 16th podcast of Sports Speak in the books. I'd like to thank all my listeners. Uh, everybody, enjoy the sports. Hang in there. You know, just enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Try to be happy. And we'll see you. Uh, 